When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sesternino back here. We got a fun one. Uh, Taryn just uh, finished up a live feed update here on a Saturday. Taryn, you ready to uh, jump in and talk to a- another family member of a uh, Big Brother 25 player? Oh, I- I'm very excited. I've got I've got sound clips ready. Uh, this is my favorite. Beat you, Zach. Okay. All right. Here he is, of course, our great friend, and for the f- introducing to a Big Brother audience that there's actually a survivor playing brother of this season's Corey. It's Zach Wurdenberger. Thank you guys so much. It's it's such an honor. You know, there's there's a lot of people out there who wouldn't podcast with someone who went out on the first boot, mm-hmm. who wouldn't want to, you know. They just don't respect people who go out on the first boot. They'd be friends with them. But it's just like a personal preference thing. And I'm glad you guys aren't like that. Yeah, we're not like that. And so uh, we're... Yeah, we don't hold those preferences. Yes, yes. The preferences. Got it. (laughs) Yes. Look, it depends how many days you last on uh, Survivor. Some people, like, uh, you know, there's some people that they last 25, 26 days, uh, you know, 38 days, uh, you know. Some people are over 100 days. I lasted what we call a half Luke. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, all right. uh, I'm so excited that uh, Zach is here. uh, You know, if, if your brother wasn't on this season, it would be fun to talk about Big Brother with you. So uh, it's extra fun to have you to talk some Big Brother uh, with uh, watching your brother in the house. What's that been like for you? Um, it's been it's been very surreal in a lot of ways, obviously. It's not seeing him on the show because at this point, like I've seen people I know on reality TV, like I've seen myself. It's more, more so like for that, it's just seeing like, um, oh, this is Corey's turn. Now Corey's getting his chance like yeah. to do all of this. Uh, it's more so been the differences, because I've done this with Survivor a million times at this point. Big Brother is a nightmare. <laughs> it is. Well, especially in the Scaryverse. In yeah, the Nether region. Right. Like, I feel like the Nether Gorgon. Where, yes, where Corey went, spent the first night, a couple of moments with the Nether Gorgon. Oh, it's It's... It's really like the the show itself, the experience of watching as someone who has like a soul interest of is this good for Corey? Nether Gorgon loves souls. (laughs) He does love souls. Mm -hmm. I didn't watch the Nether Gorgon episode, unfortunately, so I'm not (laughs) up to date on the war. Sorry for the spoilers. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I'm surprised we even got to see him. But yeah, it's been very, very surreal and fun when it's fun and like yeah. very not fun in the few moments where it's not been fun. I think that like Big Brother for family members is probably one of the most stressful shows in existence. Um, it has to be the most stressful. I can't imagine yeah. anything worse than 24 hour like. Right. Just at any given moment, you could read something that's like, oh, crap, yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's I mean, I I don't envy your situation. Well, with with Corey right now, it's not even like because he's doing good in the game. It's just uh, you're we're literally watching it being like, OK, but when is this Jared Sari thing going to destroy his entire game? Right. Like, mm-hmm. like it's this ticking time bomb that we're sitting there mm-hmm. knowing it's going to happen at some point. And we're just like waiting, being like, all right, just. Just make it to jury. Don't do anything till jury. And then this whole thing can destroy your game. And then that's fine. Yeah, Zach, yeah. I had seen you tweet very early on in the season that he did watch uh, Survivor Game Changers. You thought he might maybe know who Jared was. Are you surprised that he hasn't put this together? No, no, I'm absolutely not surprised that he he, he would never put this together. There mm-hmm. was always like a small chance Um 
And I mean, look, Izzy would manage to do it. So clearly, like, some people are able to. Um, but the only chance I thought was that he would be on the lookout for it because he's, like, you know, has a brother who is on Survivor himself. He's a little bit more aware that, like, this is something that they're doing mm-hmm. during the season. But, like, just imagine, what if he guesses that and what if he's wrong? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's not taking that risk. Mm-hmm. You crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, what if he thought for like, uh, like maybe Zuri had a brother named Denzel? Uh, like, yeah. that'd be weird. <laughs> right. Now he's the idiot. Now he's like, you know. <laughs> so even if like that thought entered his mind, he would never actually like, you know, he would never let it formulate. the The real case could be that Jared or Izzy themselves screw it up for the whole group. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. But I, I don't think he's going to come up with it. Okay. So. Early on, uh, Corey ends up on the block after night one. Can you just talk about what that was like for you to watch him go through basically a a very tense like first, you know, 24, 36 hours where it looked like that uh, that he had a very decent shot to go home in week one? Oh, yeah, that was that was like one of the worst uh, nights Mm -hmm. of my life and my family's life just because it was very like and I get the Wurtenberger curse. Things are funny and like we were able to look at it from the outside and be like, in a few months, this is going to be funny. But in the moment, like my biggest fear, because, you know, look, I I went out first, right? I have plenty of friends who went out super early. It's not the worst thing that can happen in your life. I just wanted Cordy to have a fair chance at playing. And it felt very much in that moment like uh, he wouldn't get that chance when he was taken out of the house immediately when like, you know, he's, he's the kind of player that I feel like needs a couple of days to like get his social footing. And he wasn't going to have that. He was starting on the block. I just, I had this like nightmare of like, he's going to start on the block, just instantly be like, all right, this is the house target. No one's going to really want to talk to him and get out week one. And, and that would have been horrible. So the first two days I like barely watched, I had like Owen sending me text updates on like anything positive that was happening with him. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then like the morning of day three, I wake up and all of a sudden I'm listening to the update and it's like, yeah, he talked to Riley and he saved himself. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. Um, And it's interesting that that one conversation with Riley was the one time that he mention he revealed that you know uh he has a brother who is on survivor it's just so interesting so that was the one time he played that card has not come up since to my knowledge taryn and um she's gone and now kind of the toothpaste is back in the tube yeah Yeah, i'm confused about izzy though yeah you think that well are you saying that oh izzy self-reported that she's not that big of a survivor fan because she (laughs) did not see the wartenberger family resemblance no taryn am i am i mistaken or has he like mentioned how izzy knows i i don't think so um it's because so he well it's it is it is confusing so last night he was talking to the cameras he said that um he is concerned about uh, Izzy long-term. She's too close to Suri and would love for Suri and Izzy to go up on the block so that Izzy can leave. And then at that point, he might drop the Zach secret on Suri. Um, Which to me, certainly seems to still imply that he doesn't think that either of them, or certainly that Suri doesn't know. Um, I don't know why he wouldn't think that Izzy would tell Suri if she did know. And I I would assume that Izzy would tell Suri if she did know. So I don't think she knows. Um, but there, there is, there is like uh, this idea that she might know that is out there. But I'm not entirely sure where it came from. There's no chance Suri knows who I am. There <laughs> There's no chance she knows who you are. <laughs> no chance. She doesn't use social media. Like you wouldn't. If you're just watching the show, you ha- would have no recollection. I feel like that Suri goes on like uh, for many seasons would like watch the episode on Instagram and talk about during the commercial. I think that Suri knows who you are. Well, what would really happen, I think, is if he told Suri, he would be like, oh, my brother is Zach Wurtenberger. She would be like, that means nothing to me. 
she he would then say he was on Marianne season. He's good friends with Marianne. And she would be like, oh, Marianne. Yeah. <laughs> I love Marianne. You know, Marianne. So you've never had any interaction with Suri? No, other than sending her a DM after Corey and Jared got announced. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so that's going to be very funny when she <laughs> gets back to her social media. What well, it's good. I, I, I'm interested. I'm interested in uh, like if he does end up eventually telling Suri um, that like, obviously I think it could strengthen their bond because the, it's like a connection. But I also worry a little bit like, okay, what if he tells her and she thinks, oh crap, he has a survivor family member. Does that mean he's going to be thinking more critically about me and Jared? Um, you know, I think that given the fact that he hasn't already, uh, she shouldn't be concerned, but you know, we've, we've seen Suri in there. Like she, she, she likes to cut problems off before they have a chance to, to grow. I think that Corey, look, he's like, he's a super duper fan of these shows. Right. So he's, he's coming into a season where he's very aware of like, Oh, this is, this is redemption Island. This is big brother 19. This is the mm -hmm. one returning player. And I've seen very clearly how it goes when you're the one person fighting against the one returning player. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting watching him kind of get this like nightmare set up essentially and knowing well enough that like the way to success in one of these seasons is becoming the person for that player. And I think the key for Corey is uh, that he like obviously wants to get as close to her, but like he's talking about final eight, final 10, final nine, final eight. If he won like the final seven HOH, I don't think there's a chance he doesn't take the shot at her there. Yeah, I agree. He definitely, he wants to take uh, shots. I, yeah, it's it's really interesting because it, unfortunately he doesn't know about Jared. And so, as you said, we're like waiting for that bomb. Um, but he does recognize that Jared is really close to Suri and Izzy. Um, you know, he's something that he's very good at is when he like puts feelers out, he's he recognizes what the response is and he will retract those feelers. Uh, so when he talked about potentially going to having a different end game than Suri and Izzy with Jared and Jared was like, no, what do you mean? I thought we talked about how it's really good to do that. He was like, oh yeah, that's definitely good. Hasn't mentioned it since with Jared, but took note of it um, and has been like, okay, so Jared really wants that end game. And now I know not to, to say otherwise to Jared. Um, so he's, he's close, but he doesn't quite see all the way to the connection that Jared will basically spill everything to Suri. Um, but, uh, but it does seem like he's getting there. And Jared, you know, you know, you talked about it on the update this morning, Taryn. If Jared reveals his own secret, I mean, this isn't great for Corey. He could just could like, uh, like, Hey, also, you know, Suri, guess what? You know, um, and doesn't have to worry about any danger of detection. Yeah. I mean, if I, I, I think, and Zach, you, you might have an opinion on this. I felt, I feel like, uh, if, if you saw this conversation last night, Jared hinting at his secret in the house to blue, uh, if he had done that with Corey, I do think Corey, there's a chance Corey would have been, been able to figure it out. Like, Oh yeah. Corey would have, Corey would have absolutely taken that as like, he has a secret. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What does he mean he has a secret? I'll figure it out outside the house. Like he would go to bed that night playing it over again and again and again. And I think, you know, when we think about secrets in the Big Brother house, the family connection is one of like the classic ones. Mm -hmm. So I think he definitely would have figured out. I also, I know you've disagreed with this. I really think that Izzy, especially after like all this friction with Jared, could end up being the one, not now, but if she gets to like final seven, final six and starts thinking like, wait, I can actually win this game. I think that Izzy could actually uh, be the one who reveals this all. I think that's right. I, I, I haven't been super high on that idea until yesterday when she started talking to herself about like, am I really going to do this? Um, and it, it feels to me, especially like uh, Izzy was having a conversation with Corey right before we started recording, uh, where she was reiterating to him, like, Crossroads, Final Four, uh, that's what I want. Um, it, it almost does feel to me like there's, it wouldn't surprise me if the thought crossed her head 
that if we do get to final four with Corey, I will then tell Corey and it will be us two versus them two. Um, uh, that would not surprise me at all. On top of that, I think her conversation with Jared last night was like not well. Great. Don't forget, Taryn. Izzy went up to Jared and said, "Hey, let's let's make this official on the first night." Jared's not going <laughs> to oh, like that. No. He can't and work look, with somebody Jared, like that long term. Jared was talking to three about wanting first to get night? rid of Izzy now. So that's why uh, that's why Jared didn't trust Corey at the start. He was <laughs> like, so he went off with the Nether Gorgon. <laughs> Nobody I thought he was more intelligent than that. <laughs> on the first night. Yeah. You know. So yeah. um interesting. Interesting though. And it, it yeah. is interesting. I, I think the I think the biggest obstacle to Izzy talking is that she would never do it to Suri. Like Suri, as long as Suri is there and capable of like keeping her in the Suri land. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she will ever want to do it. I, there are like s- some small chances that like, Hey, if she's end up, if she ends up on the block against Suri, she might like be like, okay, am I really going to go down without mm-hmm. fighting? Uh, I could see it then. And then I think again, toward the end game when it's like, okay, nobody else left really. Now it's time for me to try to win myself. And then the other thought I had was if she does end up going to jury um, and like I would assume Suri is telling her, like, please don't tell anyone in the jury, because uh, why she certainly wouldn't want it to be told. Uh, but without Suri's influence there, I could see Izzy starting to fester with all of this. Like, I really just gave my game away for these people, and then deciding maybe I do want to tell. Uh, so I don't know. I think those are the three biggest uh, instances where I could see the secret being leaked by Izzy. I but uh, Jared might beat her to it. I think that you right. I think that like. Izzy does feel this like debt and this love for the fields, but I think you get to like final seven and it's kind of like, okay, like they made the final seven. Like I helped mm-hmm. them get this far. I don't owe them the win. Um, and especially like when she's already having like strife with them. Uh, I, I really feel like this actually is, you know, the Izzy bomb is, is on a countdown. I, at least I'm hoping, at least that might be me. Like, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> I will. I will say this with Jared talking to Suri about wanting to take Izzy out. I mean, Suri is telling him no, but, uh, but that's another one where like, if Izzy catches Jared trying to take a shot at her or just blatantly takes a shot at her, I could see her then being like, okay, well screw you then. Yeah. And there could be some sort of like sibling rivalry that ultimately ends up developing of like, you know, Suri, who are you going to pick? Like me, like who's been loyal to you this whole time or or your son who's doing like uh, all sorts of things that I, I don't approve of. And I then, hope so. And then when Suri picks Jared, like Izzy could feel some type of way. Yeah. Maybe. All I'm right. Just, that would be insane. Yes. Um, <laughs> look, uh, that's all for fan fiction in the future. Uh, but Zach, tell us some things that, that you've seen from Corey that maybe like uh, have, haven't gotten enough attention from your perspective. I think that with Corey, um, one, okay, I'll go into like the just knowing him and then also like the strategic part of it. One, it's so funny watching him as the person I've known my entire life versus the person he's pretending to be in the Big Brother house. Mm-hmm. The best one was the uh, the cam talk where he's like, you know, or it, it wouldn't be a Corey podcast if I don't say the F word. Like, <laughs> so I'll just say yo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at home, I've got five effing friends and all we effing do is play Valorant together. Like, that's true. That's like what he does. The most shocking thing for me from him was that he was willing to share a bed with Jag. Like, he would never. <laughs> didn't love it. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's what's so funny is when I saw that on the show, I was like, he's letting, he wouldn't even like sleep in a bed with me on like family vacations. Like, he has to get hot. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he's doing this. And then to see him in the cam talk, just so upset about it. <laughs> sure, like, bad. I'm like, that's who he is. Yeah. But he's making it for the show. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is like, obviously we would talk a lot about the game beforehand, like his strategies going in. And it's been really interesting seeing the ones that he's done that have worked and the ones he's still trying to do that like necessarily haven't worked yet. But like, I think he's been able to like kind of recover well from. 
Yeah. What, yeah, what are I, some I, of the like, strategies? Yeah, specifically, what are you talking about? Like, so I think one of the best ones was the Riley conversation. Yeah. Like that was something that obviously we had talked about beforehand. Like, you know, everyone thinks about that. Like, what do you do if you're on the block week one? And what we, you know, talked about was you basically give them the entire world. You promise them everything. You don't let it happen. You say, I will be with you till the end of time. That's where he gave up the info about me, which is like, you know, it, who cares about that, right? But it is something that he was able to give her. Um, and that worked extremely well. And that's like why he was able to stay. And then one that I think hasn't worked as well, which has been so interesting to watch, is he he wants so bad to have uh, Kevin and Helena. Mm-hmm. He wants that so bad. And he's been trying so hard with Mimi. Yeah. Um, and it is not working. She has like no interest in him, which is her mistake. Like he would be a great ally for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've it's kind of been like watching him do that. It's like, you know, you want him to take the hints, but but he has. He kind of is at the point where he's like, okay, like she clearly is not reciprocating this. And he's like trying to move on. But it's been interesting watching that relationship as something he talked a lot about before the game, not being something that's been able to materialize for him. Yeah, I, I think if anything, like his Helena would have been somebody like Izzy uh, because they do connect really well when they when they talk in the morning. Um, but obviously Izzy is so uh, interconnected with everything else at this point. And then he also now has this relationship with America, but it's already blown up so big that he's like, ah, oh, it's annoying. Like uh, it's hard to get, gonna get, be hard to get to the end with America because everyone sees us together already. Um, I know this has been a big topic of conversation lots of the shippers are out in full force uh they uh they, they, they've fallen in love with um that's the wordenberger curse taryn it happened with zach and marianne and now uh <laughs> happens with Corey. zach how do you do you think uh, uh brother's expert opinion uh is this a thing is, is it is it even close to a thing um americori let me think I think that if they both can make it to jury, that will be the secret. I think that there is no chance mm-hmm. in the nether region yes. that uh, Corey would make, like, you know, go for that on national TV. Mm-hmm. He's so keenly aware of the cameras everywhere. He does not want. He and he won't share a bed with anybody. No, no, he did not come in with the idea of getting into a showman's. This has probably been like the most. But look at Matt and Franny. It, it sometimes it finds you. That's true. Similar age gap. Mm-hmm. Although I think Matt and Franny are actually smaller. I think that was twenty three no, and twenty eight. Huge. <laughs> right, like they're the the shrunken Matt and Franny. <laughs> I mean, could they Claire and Derek it? You know, if they both if they're both in the jury house, oh, that's you know? that's what I see as a possibility. You, I think you that. Know, could and really then happen. the Wurtenberger family has the trifecta. Oh, if they go on the Amazing Race, mm-hmm. they'll never hear from me again. Yes, <laughs> or well, yes, oh, you'd be you'd be so mad because you want to go on the Amazing Race with Corey. You would, you would, Marianne would send like a tweet. It would be like 50 unread texts from me. (laughs) Come on. Yeah. Do this for me, please. Um, So we saw how in week one, Heisem really seemed to uh, have a a real annoyance with Corey. Uh, First off, uh, like, you know, I I know you had a lot of fun tweets about it, but just like, uh, what was that like to see just like from like a brother perspective? It was a, um, it's been like kind of a full flip because at the start, when he was in these group settings, when Corey wasn't necessarily popular in the house, it was really like, who the hell is this guy? Who does he think he is? Talking about my brother's smirk. I'm like, maybe he just has like that face. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just always looks like he's smirking. Like, mm-hmm. uh, And then like when he's in a room with Suri and Izzy and like they're all shit talking Corey. I'm sitting there. I'm like, I guess I hate Serena. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I guess Suri's a horrible person. Like that sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I even got in a, uh, Watch an argument. out of with, context. Okay. Right. I got an argument with uh, Shannon because I was really heated 
and yes. we were texting that time. And I was like, I just think Sari took it beyond the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which was so like ridiculous. I was so like absolutely in the wrong there. But that's how it started. And then as the tides have shifted, I just didn't want like a group mob mentality against my brother. And once that became clear that wasn't happening, especially once Heisem became kind of the one that the mob was mm-hmm. going against, I, I grew to love Heisem. I think he is a, a star on the season. I think he he truly is the measure of like, if you wanted a, um, if you wanted like a villain on reality TV, you cannot complain about Heisem. Yeah. He is doing everything you want. People are like, oh, he's condescending. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, and I, I do want to say, because I saw like one, there was one thing that was like about all this Heisem hate and they were like naming me as like the main Heisem hater. And I was like, first of all, I love Heisem. Mm-hmm. Second of all, don't don't ever send reality TV people hate like that's outside of the game. You can make fun of them. You can like talk shit about their game, whatever, but not as, like, people in the real world. Mm-hmm. So don't do that about Heisem. Yeah. Maybe, like, one person on the season you could do that about. <laughs> but not Heisem. <laughs> um, Zach, uh, what's uh, this been like for the rest of your family? Because, you know, uh, your mom, of course, a great patron of this podcast, um, you know, she, uh, like, I got to have the firsthand experience of watching you go on to Survivor, but this is different. This is now 24-7 live feeds. Like, uh, is your family able to be doing anything else other than just, like, watching the live feeds? Well, my mom changes how she feels every five minutes, depending on, like, literally what's happening in the exact moment. Um, so she's, like very tuned into everything but like and things have been really good for Corey recently yeah but the moment that there's like a i think there was one conversation that was like him and mimi and then mimi might have like rolled her eyes afterwards something like that Mm -hmm. and she's like just inconsolable after that like that one eye roll was enough for her to be like we hate mimi (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh so she's She's loving it on the whole, except for like anytime anything bad happens ever. And then the rest of my family is just so funny because like a lot of them will like watch, you know, they, they would keep up to date because they knew that we loved it, but they really didn't watch it. And now I have my like, you know, uncle like messaging me or not messaging me. My uncle is texting me and he's asking me like, so hypothetically, at the final six, when the veto draw is only <laughs> six people, how do they? <laughs> it's really, you're really thinking about the final six right now. Wow. He's like, well, I just, I Corey had mentioned how it would be like him, Sari, Izzy, like, you know, people, people are getting really into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, putting the cart ahead of the horse. Uh, but look, you oh, got, you got a dream. Just like Corey, that was my favorite uh, thing he was doing. He was like, if I win the game. Yeah. I think I'd be like a mid-tier winner. Yeah. <laughs> like some Steve Moses upside. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was rallying people for uh, the stock watch. Yeah. Yeah. Insider trading. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's so funny because I'm sure you guys have had this experience several times. And I'm, I'm curious to hear from you guys. What was the, because you obviously have had returning players come on that you've like known and stuff. Who was the player that you've, that has gone and played one of these shows that you've had the most like emotional investment mm-hmm. in, uh, in their success in watching them. So, I mean, for me, you know, uh, with survivor so many times, uh, I feel like that with big brother, it hasn't really, uh, happened so much, uh, that I guess maybe like the closest might've been, uh, you know, Ian who had been on the podcast for years, went back on for uh, big brother 22, but really he had not been like, uh, you know, podcasting with us regularly, uh, for some time, uh, before, uh, before that, maybe, uh, maybe a little bit of like Kevin in big brother Canada five in terms of, uh, people that we knew that who went back and played again, but with the survivors, you know, there's so many and certainly, you know, uh, winners at war, but the one that really is like, uh, you know, as closest to home was when Steven went back for survivor second chances. 
And, you know, that was hard. That was very hard because not only did Steven go back, but also Spencer, who was very involved in the survivor community at that time, uh, went back also. And, um, you know, that was like it, that was, it was really hard because, um, you know, Survivor is different than Big Brother. You know, the outcome is already uh, determined. It's not like that you're watching it in real time. But, you know, Steven was, you know, unhappy with some of the things that I was saying about what was going on in the game of like, hey, like, how could you how could you say that about me? Um, you know, that that was that totally was edited out of sequence. Like that wasn't what happened. Like uh, and you're just like uh, so it was it was hard. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Survivor, it's like easier to emotionally detach because it's already happened and you're seeing an edited version versus Big Brother that's happening live. And it's like, as you talked about, like 24 seven, just like anything could happen. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think I think Kevin probably in BB Can five was mm -hmm. was the most rooting interest. That said, in any show, uh, when I was watching The Amazing Race and Claire and Derek were on there, I was like, uh, oh, sure, sure. I was, I yeah. was pretty pumped. Yeah. And it's hard to <laughs> podcast about it because you, um, the person, who, uh, and again, I guess everybody's different, but, you know, I feel like that the person who's on the show would like you to say like, hey, like my thumb is on the scale. This is my friend. Like I, I gotta like, I'm, 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 you know, I'm here to, you know, talk about my friend. Uh, and, but I do think that a lot of the audience I, at least it's my read that the audience still wants you to like call it down the middle, like as if you didn't know the person who was on the podcast. And so, um, you know, I, I find that sometimes like I might be like a little extra like uh, nitpicky on people I know who go back because I don't want to have like people in the audience say I'm being biased. Yeah, I, I I've had this, obviously I've never had an experience like this, but I've had the experience of having people on 43, 44, you know, 45 that like I'll get to meet, I'll get to know before I actually watch them. And, you know, it can be really tough, especially like when they don't do well. And in Survivor, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you they'll know if they don't do well. But for someone like Maddie, for instance, from 44, I had no clue she was going to be the first one out. I watched that. I'm like heartbroken for her because I know she's going through the exact same thing I did. But then with Maddie, I'm able to immediately like text her mm -hmm. and she's there. And yeah. I'm able to like confirm that she's okay. She's good. Like we can talk the next day. Big brother, if something goes wrong for Corey that first week, my biggest nightmare, like the, the thing that would have been like actual hell and like probably would have ruined these shows for me is if Corey was evicted week one after not really getting a chance to like play, have a fair shake at it. And then if he was sent into like a pre-jury buyback situation yeah. where he was stuck in a hotel alone for over a month, mm -hmm. um, not able to contact us just for him to like go and do the buyback and then lose the buyback probably. Cause it, it would have been like a very small chance for the first boots to like come through all those rounds and stuff. Mm -hmm. That for me was like my biggest nightmare. And that's the hard part of big brother specifically is that like, you can't contact them. There's no, there's no, and it's okay for Corny now because he's doing so well. But, you know, you think of someone like Heisem's family right now watching, like, literally the shoe about to drop, most mm -hmm. likely on him. And it's, it's, it's a brutal experience. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, the thing is, too, like, obviously there were plenty of good reasons for people to be annoyed by Heisem in the house and plenty of good reasons for them to flip on him. Yeah. But, like, it always happens, no matter how many good, reasonable reasons there were to start. The, the thing now anything he does annoys them yeah. whether it's fair or not for them to be annoyed by it uh and i can only imagine like even if you're like a reason like you're a family member that's like listen i he made some mistakes i get that but then when you have to watch them be like oh my god did you see the way he walked into that room you're like come on right right and it's like we still have that image of heisem in our mind as like the one in charge, the one calling the shots. And it's like, that is just so far removed from the truth. Mm -hmm. um, and not to say anyone in the house is doing anything wrong or like, it, you know, it's a game. It's all it's what happens. It, it happens. It happens every, every season. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, and we're recording this on Saturday. So the veto hasn't been played, but as of right now, still the plan is for Heisem to be a backdoor target. Uh, not to look too far ahead, Zach, but if we uh, got to a, a post Heisem world, 
coming mm-hmm. up next week. How, how do you think that Corey is situated to uh, move forward in a post Tyson world? I think at this exact moment, because this house changes every five seconds, mm-hmm. I think he is in a he's got a very clear shot for jury in my mind. I mm-hmm. think that it would take him making a lot of mistakes and players who have not been playing very optimally to start playing very optimally um, for him to to be in like any immediate danger. Knock on wood. Mm-hmm. I think he was right. He was like Cameron and Jag. He was like, one of them is going to be pre-jury and one of them will sneak through. So you can take there. I really, I, I think Red's in a lot of danger. I think someone's going to win HOH and Red is going to be like the easy, mm-hmm. this is no blood on my hands. Collateral let damage, me, yeah. Yeah, let me take him out. And then I also think someone like, uh, someone like Blue as well could be another easy one. And I think that if- If Suri wins Blue, HOH, yeah. If a blue won HOH, for instance, I just couldn't imagine Corey being the one that she was like, all right, this is my shot. This is my move. I'm going to take Corey out right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Taryn, what do you think would be like, if we can map out, what's the worst case scenario HOH right now for Corey? I I think the worst case scenario for Corey is, I mean, I don't think there's any necessarily any one worst case mm-hmm. HOH, but I think that the thing that could really ruin him quick is if he had a conversation with Jared where he finally went too far. Yeah. Uh, and he talked about like end game plans and he talked about like, so I'm thinking, what if we pull in Matt? What if we pull in America and we make a move and we maybe take out Izzy? Granted, he's kind of, Jared's kind of on board to take out Izzy right now. But even so, like bringing that back to Suri, if Suri is in, has so much power right now, she has so many options the slightest thing to make her feel like Corey is not as on board as she thinks he is and that he might even have some people, she could unleash an army uh, against him um, and any one of them could win. And it could be I'm bad. really not concerned about that until jury. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I think that he's very like in survival mode right now of like, make it through this week, make it through next week. I don't need to be controlling things. The moment jury starts, I could totally see that happening. I think you're right, because especially because um, that time he did kind of toe the line with Jared, as we talked about, like he seemed to recognize that Jared wasn't receptive yeah. and he backed off. And now he's talking, he knows that Jared is really close to Serene Izzy and he wants to go to the end with Serene Izzy. And so, um, and Jared, for what it's worth, also seems very invested in Corey. Uh, he's only ever backed Corey up uh, to to Izzy and Serene. And Izzy also really likes Corey and also really wants to go deep with Corey. So uh, he's got a little bit of wiggle room where even if he does go a little too far, they they have the the faith in him to not punish him for it right now. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Zach, could you talk a little bit about uh, Corey's uh, signature look, uh, which uh, he's uh, been bringing into the Big Brother 25 house? Is that like how uh, a lot of the ways that he would dress in real life? I am wearing his signature flesh pink right now, mm-hmm, actually, mm-hmm. in his honor. Yes. Um, we'll go item by item, right? The hat, he wears a lot. That hat, actually, and I never made the Timmy Turner connection because he never did the full ensemble, but uh, the hat was a, a a common wardrobe choice. Okay. I think what happened is he really likes that hat, and then he went to the store and was like, I'll take one of everything. <laughs> because I've never seen the full, like, pale man get up that he has right now <laughs> of just pink on pink on pink on pink. And he should know that he is not the right skin tone for that. Right. Like, he is too white. Right. I mean, Hot he can maybe pull off, but like, yeah, I mean, we know that he went in wanting to play the little brother role. Uh, is was it intentional? Like, because I mean, it definitely helps a certain perception of him. I think that's like very like little kid. I can't. I can't imagine that he was 
we never discussed like we never went down <laughs> the the Tory. Yeah, the Tory. Gonna bring up Tory. Yes. Right. Uh, like what colors are you gonna use? I do know, however, that the little brother thing is very intentional from him. It's very much what he wanted to play um in kind of like a Carson way, in um in a Kevin Jacobs way. I know that was like a very big inspiration for him. So the things he's doing, like sitting lower to like those parts of the game are in there. I don't think I don't think that the his wardrobe played into that. Maybe he feels like he's like invisible if he's like all flesh colored. Maybe he wants to be like the little brother who was just born. The newborn baby. Right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Can I can I ask about uh Corey's sense of humor? Because uh he he's been making some jokes uh, like uh that are like, um, like, oh yeah, I'm totally gonna betray you in three weeks, or like, uh, yeah, oh yeah, I'm I'm just like spying on you. That's like they sent me to spy on you, and I'm gonna tell them everything. And then most recently, uh, he joked about the people in the middle having an alliance called the Middlemen, which Sari took seriously and thinks that there's now an alliance called the Middlemen that he is in. Um, is this something that you anticipated would be part of his game? It's not something that I had had the foresight to warn him about, but the moment I started seeing this come up, I was just like, "Oh, yeah, yeah." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that that I should have realized. But that. I feel like you have a little bit of this also. I do too. We yeah. both have the same issue, um, and like it'll come up when we would play like something like Mafia or Werewolf or Secret Hitler, right? His his logic on this is the fact of like. It's kind of like the fact that I'm explaining to you that I could screw you over (laughs) and I could screw you over very easily. And the fact that I'm telling you this is proof that I'm not going to do it, which makes sense to me, makes sense to him. But I don't think for like a lot of people in the house, they're hearing it as like, wait, you can screw me over. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's 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 the sort of thing where like it like. It's it's there's like an underlying assumption that the person you're talking to is on the same wavelength about those possibilities. But in reality, you might be talking to somebody who has not thought of that possibility before. Yeah. And so you're just either telling them or reminding them that it is a possibility. Yeah, that's I mean, the middleman thing is funny. I do like that. It seems like it's blown up more on Mimi. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Than on Corey, who he didn't even name, which is awesome. <laughs> Zach, yeah. will it be annoying if at the end of all this, if Corey has more Twitter followers than you do? Oh, he's not. He's going to have more Twitter followers than me. That's that's Big brother players know. in general mm-hmm. seem to over survivor in the yeah, first place. Look, right? look, Corey is already like he's given me a bump. Like, yeah, every I, I don't look at it in terms of like how many followers I have. I just look at it in terms of like who I beat. So like through Big Brother. I've beaten Omer. That's yep. a huge one. Yeah. Beat you, Omer. I've beaten Owen. Beat you, Owen. <laughs> Owen is final three. Owen was like one of the mm-hmm. main characters of the season. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I've beaten Drea. She's an influencer. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Who would have thought <laughs> yeah. on day three? Who would have thought on day four of Ika that one day I would have more Twitter followers than Drea? Mm-hmm. <laughs> who would have thought? Look so, at it now. I mean, yeah, so, not on Instagram. No, I mean, not on yeah. You got to be, you know, working at your job for a while before you're going to be able to do that. Right. Maybe that'll be Corey's like gift to me if he wins this thing. <laughs> Buy you Instagram followers. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm very happy for Corey's success. Yeah. I think the Stan accounts have been very surreal. Oh, have yeah. you you've been seeing a lot of Corey Stan accounts? There are a lot of Corey Stan accounts, which, you know, was always a possibility. Like, I, you know, I saw Carson. Yeah, I saw what he was able to uh, to garner. Um, it's it's very funny to be like getting responses from yeah. people who have your brother as their profile picture. <laughs> yes, um, has Bryce approached you and Corey yet about the idea of appearing together in the twenty twenty five Zaddy calendar? And would <laughs> would would you oh, be open to share? Now I know Corey doesn't like to share. Uh, would uh-huh. you share a month with Corey? Wow, that really would like, you know, talk about Nepo baby allegations, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. You know, me like 
hopping in there with Corey. <laughs> the thing is, I don't think Corey would share with me. Mm-hmm. I think he would get the invite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How far in Big Brother does he have to make it to to uh, to be able to kick you out of his month? on the Zaddy calendar. How far does he have to make it? Well, to even get, I mean, how many big brother people? 31 days. (laughs) (laughs) Depends on the month. (laughs) I think that Corey has to continue his current, people really like him right now. Mm -hmm. And look, I I know big brother very well, and I'm very aware that that could change on a dime. Um, You know, I, I think of someone like Cliff a lot who Cliff was one of the most popular people on 21. And then at the final five, he makes a move and all of a sudden people were like ragging on Cliff. Mm -hmm. And now it's, Oh, Cliff made that stupid move. Like, which in the moment we were like, Oh, this is a real coin flip. And then it ended up not working out for him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it it can always turn, but, but right now I think Corey, Corey at least has a lock for the Zaddy calendar. Yeah. Can you just uh, give us the origin story on that? You know, you became, you know, one of the most knowledgeable Survivor super fans and somehow your brother ends up going in a different direction and he ends up uh, sort of going to a different show in Big Brother and really that that's that's his dream to go be on Big Brother. How come uh, you guys end up going these different paths? You know, it's it's. The story of it, I think, is really great of like, I'm the Survivor super fan. He's the Big Brother super fan. Like, that, it's really like nice, kind of different, mm-hmm. whatever. The truth is that, like, I'm the Survivor super fan and the Big Brother super fan, and he's the Survivor super fan and the Big Brother super fan. Um, I know for me, I always wanted to be on Survivor because I thought that being on Big Brother sounded like a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to do the live feeds and I didn't want to do the 24 hour, I didn't want to do the 100 days. Um, so, and also it was easier to get on straight up. Survivor's an easier show when it's twice as many people getting on and they're looking more for people like me yeah. than Big Brother is. So that was always my dream essentially. And then, you know, I mean, I, I loved Big Brother just as much, but I, I just wanted to do Survivor. And then after I went on, I think Corey, he never really like verbalized it as much that he wanted to be on Big Brother really. Yeah. This was never like, I would talk a lot about how much I wanted to be on Survivor. And I think for him, there was an element of it where he was like, okay, I really want to do this show, but I don't actually think it's possible anymore because my brother got on yeah. and they don't do that. Um, but he like, I, like, I didn't even know he sent in a tape. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, you know, actually the place where I found out that he got, um, he'd gotten a call back, Rob was yes. the Raleigh know-it-alls. Oh, okay. Like he literally called me up and was like, uh, hey, are you free for a minute? And I was like, no, not really. Yeah. And he was like, all right, well, I just got a call back from Big Brother. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was like, what? Yeah. And did you then like work with him at all about like uh, how to get through this process? Because I know you've helped people uh, with their, you know, casting and, uh, you know, going for interviews. I mean, I gave him as much help as I could, which is literally just like, hey, this is what the process looked like for me. This was, um, I had, Omer was a big help because Omer had gone through the Zoom casting. I had never done Zoom casting. Mm -hmm. So he was able to kind of like fill in the gaps essentially. And then I I would like talk to him about his interviews beforehand, but like there's really nothing you can do because at the end of the day, it's like he goes into the room and either the interview goes well or it doesn't. And like, you can only prep so much for that experience. And every time he would walk out of the interview, he would basically be like, yeah, I think I killed that. Mm -hmm. I really think that went well. And I feel like to get on one of these shows, you have to have that feeling after every single interview. Yeah. And then at a certain point it was like, all right, well you're out of interviews. (laughs) Sounds like everyone went great. So now we just have to like start planning for what if you actually are on this show. Mm hmm. And did you help him work on a plan or he was just like, hey, let me cook? I helped him in the sense of like, I was very much a good sounding board. Yeah. I think, I think that like, he's very much, if we ever disagree on something, right? Cordy's not going to be someone who's like, okay, you know what? Let me really think about your perspective on this. He's going to be like, nope, you're wrong. I know what I'm doing here. Mm-hmm. Um, but any like ideas that he had, 
that he wasn't like sure about or things he wanted to talk through, we would essentially talk through. I was able to give him like the things that I regretted in my game and like, you know, what, what I think would help him. I connected him with a few people that I thought would help him just so he could like also have other perspectives on people to talk with. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, that was, that was mostly, Oh, I also, I made him like a comp Bible Mm -hmm. in my spare time. I literally like just every single comp just so we could have like all that written out just, you know, in case it helped. Yeah. Um, going back to your own survivor experience, I just, uh, occurred that I remember, remember when we had spoken following survivor, I'd asked you if anything that you had learned from the podcast, uh, helped you. And, and if I recall this correctly, I believe you said that actually, uh, there was something that Taryn said that you felt like that really hurt you in the game. Yeah. Do you know this Taryn? I, I remember hearing about it, but I don't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. And I always took blame for it. Like I shouldn't have taken that <laughs> advice because it didn't apply to Survivor. And like just in the moment, I kind of justified it to myself. But I know exactly what you're talking about, Rob. Yeah, Taryn, do you want to apologize to Zach? Well, I, well, well, I forget <laughs> what the advice. Was. What it was was in the game of Survivor uh, 42. There, I had very good relationships with almost everyone on my tribe, mm-hmm. except for Drea. And in my mind, I was able to kind of justify that as, okay, this, I don't need to have a perfect relationship with everyone because this makes, if people think that I'm, because I I talk with like Tori and both of us weren't like huge fans of hers. I was like, okay, if we all kind of are on the same page as that, people won't question where my like eyes are, where my target is. And they'll be more inclined to work with me. And then I have one person who, uh, who I don't have a great relationship with. And that's fine. It doesn't work on Survivor when everybody is a potential target. Mm-hmm. It does work very well, though, on Big Brother. And I think that that has actually helped Corey a lot with uh, with Hysom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that was the the Tommy. We talked about that a lot on season 21 mm-hmm. when, uh, when Tommy... I, I don't even remember who Tommy was feuding with, but... uh he, Kat? I think it was Cat. I think it was Cat, yeah. And he had, he had just the one person... Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was, and it was working well. So and then of course the, the Kevin Martin with, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, all right. Well that, that, uh, I think that Taryn's reputation is, uh, untarnished by this. Zach. I think you, <laughs> you now know Taryn was right. It just does. He wasn't talking about survivor. Uh, mm. well, I mean, that's good. This, this is something I want from Taryn. Mm-hmm. Well, we can, and I, you might have already, you might agree with me on this. So this might not even be a beef. Okay. <laughs> we can agree that Suri and Jared being on the TV show is fun. We can yes. agree that it's great TV. Can we also agree that this is the single most unfair casting related twist that the show has ever implemented? And if not, um, I, I think casting related twists. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, there have been duos, there have been pairs, but there have been multiple pairs those times. Um, you know, there've been twins, but that eventually gets exposed. Um, obviously, uh, having a, a returning, somewhat returning veteran player come in with a secret, uh, relationship son, uh, that nobody knows about, uh, I think is, is probably the biggest casting advantage. And on paper, it should be. But ultimately, I think it would be if Sari came into this game just as the 16th house guest, probably going to cakewalk to victory. I think the biggest challenge for her is navigating this house that her son happens to be in. Well, see, like, I agree that Jared's kind of a mess in the game. I do still think that, like, you know, Sari's not where she is if she doesn't have the information on family style. Um, like that, that, that Jared gave to her, allowed her to basically mm-hmm. like build the house around her. And I just want to be a hundred percent clear. Like big brother is not fair. Yeah. It has never been fair. Mm-hmm. I'm not sitting here complaining like, oh my God, this is like, how could they do this to my brother? Uh, I just know that this is going to be his downfall. And I just want to start like when he gets voted out and people are like, oh, Corey, that idiot. How could he not see that Jared and the greatest social player of all time 
mm-hmm. or in a secret final two based on blood. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be sitting there and I'm going to be like, well, I don't really think that was his fault. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I mean, that's a very fair perspective. I, I mean, honestly, uh, like the the second Suri, like if I was playing and I saw Suri join my cast, I would be like, this is amazing. I'm going to lose the game, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I would be I would be very annoyed for my own game. Very happy that I got to play with Suri. Uh, if I then found out that she also had a secret son in the game, uh, I'd be like, oh, so I never even came close to having a chance to win the yeah. game. <laughs> Zach, uh, did you uh, watch Traders with Corey? That I, I know he uh, is aware of it, but did you have any sort of conversations with him ever about the Traders? I, I, no, I don't think Corey watched Traders, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched Traders. Mm-hmm. And then he asked me if he should watch it. And I was like, don't don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, he said he because he said that he knew she was on Traders, but I guess he didn't he didn't watch. No, he, and he knows he knows she won. <laughs> yeah. Like he's very. So he but he does not know how ruthless she was. <laughs> well, but it doesn't it doesn't matter because he knows like he's seen all of her survivor. Like mm-hmm. he knows exactly what I didn't watch Traders and be like, wow. Yeah. Suri is a good player. Like, yeah. That was but, already good. Yeah, I, I think it would be informative because like uh especially like some of like the alliance structure of like what mm-hmm. Suri has around her, like towards the end of the game end game in traders, like I think you can squint and kind of see like, oh yeah, I've seen this before. That's yeah, I, that's why specifically I think she is so concerned. Like when Cameron brought up traders, she was like, No. No, no. Yeah. Traders is the thing I want kept on the down low. And I think him mentioned Corey mentioning traders was one of the things that initially got her so concerned about him. There is a really great, I, I saw a tweet that was like a really great comparison of the crossroads to like the Traders Final Four mm-hmm. with like Izzy as Andy, yeah. uh, Jared as Quentin, <laughs> and then Corey as, uh, I, I don't even remember his name. Uh, the the, the Ar- Arlie? Was it Arlie? Ari, was, I think. Ari, Ari yeah. Ari. Ari. Corey is Ari. Mm-hmm. And like that, this is exactly how the game is going to go. Mm-hmm. Where's, yeah, guess, where's Miss Felicia? Yeah, I literally Miss Felicia. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that uh, I really think that the I mean, I, I'll be honest. I, I thought that the traders was a total dud. Oh, really, this is a little bit of a hot take. I thought I thought that it had an amazing ending. Yes, mm-hmm. but. It was it was a cakewalk. It was too easy. It was Suri's first Redemption Island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is her second. Mm-hmm. I know, and like it was it was maybe not even Redemption Island. It was more so like kind of Caramoan, where like all the other returning players were her friends. Yeah. So, and look, like I, I love Suri. I think she's an amazing player. Um, it's just I find those seasons personally to be a little bit less interesting. Mm-hmm. And. I will say that as much as I do think it's an unfair advantage with Suri here, I think that she has added so much to the actual television product. And it really is like fascinating to watch a master at work on the Big Brother live feeds. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's been really interesting and a, a good twist in that sense, but not in the sense of like having one rooting interest on this show. Yeah. All right, Taryn, is there anything else you want to know about Corey's game or uh, from... A- anything from the, the Wurtenberger family? Do do you have a, a sense of like uh, when he talked about like who he would like to be in the final two with like jury management stuff? Like what kind of strategies did he have coming in regarding uh, like I would say both end game and how physical the comps are, and then also like who he would take to the final two and what his jury management is? Yeah, Corey's very very aware of the comps. Mm-hmm. In Big Brother, he's playing the game with the knowledge of like, I want, and I think that's part of why he loves this surreal line so much, is I think he sees that as like his bet, even if it's like not his best chance to um, like have someone take him, I think he sees it as his best chance to comp his way to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like, you know, I think that in that group, he would be the one that has the combination of like physical and also cares enough to like memorize the days, really like study that stuff. Um, so he's very keenly aware of that. I know that for him, the, who he takes to the final two is something he was planning on, like just thinking about from the get go because he knows himself. He knows that he's the 21 year old and that like, 
uh, a lot of seasons wouldn't want to give that person the money and that he needs to find somebody that he straight up would be more, um, more respected then. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think he's like constantly surveying the field. Obviously there's a lot of game to be played, but you know, I, I think, I think he is underestimating Felicia is the biggest one that we've, we've seen. Cause I think mm -hmm. he probably looks at her as like someone he could beat, And I, I don't really think that's the case. Yeah. I think she's too beloved. Um, seems like Mimi in America are people he really sees as like, okay, these are people I could definitely have a shot against. And he's aware that like, and probably Izzy, he could have a very good shot against as well. Um, and he's very aware, like Suri and Jared are going to be, oh, maybe not Jared anymore. Um, but those are people that he would probably have the most issue with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. At the end. Zach, have any of the other family members reached out to you? I feel like that sometimes that happens in a Big Brother season where the family members of the contestants end up sort of uh, uh, becoming friends. Uh, I, I've been in contact with, I don't even want to say who the family member is because yes. it's very funny. I've been in contact with one uh, family member and it's just my favorite part of this. And I, again, I'm not complaining about Sari. I don't care, whatever. I just find it funny how this family member message and one of the first things they said is like, wow, this, this Sari twist is really crazy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I hate it for Corey. And mm -hmm. they were just like, oh my God, me too. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is to like be literally so watching. All the family show. members don't love it that their loved one is going to lose to Sari. You know, it's like to watch one of these shows with like a soul. And that's why I asked you guys earlier, like, have you had this experience of like having, you know, a clear rooting interest in this way? Because mm -hmm. um, I've never been disinvested in a television character ever on, <laughs> any, on any reality or scripted program. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I would never, I would never be able to cover the show if I had anywhere close to the amount of vested interests as, as you did. Yeah. Like not, not even. Oh my God. Be possible. That, that there would be no live feed update. If you had a, a family member that went on the show, <laughs> it wouldn't work. What about a fellow <laughs> podcaster? That's, uh, I mean, uh, no offense to my fellow podcasters, but like uh, I would be able to handle okay. it. You know what I mean? All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I really was like, uh, I had someone ask me, they were like, who are you rooting for other than Corey? And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, Zach, this was very fun to get to check in and I appreciate you coming on and making some time to talk with us anytime, let alone uh, when Corey is on uh, the Big Brother uh, 25 live feeds. Zach, um, just to like pad your numbers as much as we can, where can people keep up with you? You can keep up with me um, at... Corey Wurtenberger. Yes, because you run Corey's. Uh, so now, like, uh, are people DMing Corey? Yes. Yes. Ooh. Okay. A lot. Yes. It's, it's you know, what's funny. So the one thing with Corey's social media is he was very. He was like, you can run my social media. You have to make it explicitly clear that you are running my social media. Mm -hmm. That was his rule. He was like, I don't want there to be any confusion that like it's me tweeting these things. <laughs> yeah. So the DMs I get are not people being like, Corey, I'm in love with you. The DMs I get are, Zach, I am in love with your brother. Oh. <laughs> Please put in a good word. Is, yeah. is Corey's head going to get a little big when he comes out of the house? I, I really don't know. Reality TV does weird things to you, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, his head is already big. So <laughs> I think it's just going to like... I think the thing for him is that he's like, uh, you know, he's so in tune with the reality TV community, right? Mm. That he's seen the people that have annoyed him. <laughs> and I think he's going to be very like, very cautious and like plain to not become that person. Um, at least on the surface. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think like the, the feeds tend to show a lot as we've seen this season. And, uh, and I think it's a testament to his character so far that, uh, that he is so popular 
with a, a, a large portion of the audience because uh, he has he has shown himself to be somebody who is seems like a stand up guy from what we've seen so far, mm-hmm. and I think that uh, that's uh, that's a it's a good sign. Oh, he he definitely is, and the biggest one of the biggest things that we talked about was just like we both agreed like when you go into the house, just always assume that you're not liked. Yeah. Like just play the game. Don't be one of those people who are coming in being like, I think America's really rooting for me. America in the house might be rooting for me. <laughs> but, but don't, cause that's, that's where people get in real trouble. And that's where people have like a very rude awakening when they come out. So if Corey comes out of this house and he's like super well liked, it's going to be like a dream come true. He's going to be so relieved. And if something turns and he ends up being like disliked by the end of the season, he's going to come out and be like, yeah, okay. That's what I expected. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Zach, thank you for making some time uh, for us. Anything else you want to tell people to check out? Um, anything else to check out? No, no. I mean, um, oh, you know what? Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do this. I'll do this later. But there, there are other like family run accounts that people should follow. Oh, okay. It's a weird, it's a weird spot for people, right? Especially like I had a boost to be like, you know, already in this world. Yeah. But like, no, you got people like uh like poor DJ Bowie Jane who's like, you know, tweeting stuff out and like people should be uh, you know. You you would tell people to follow Bowie Jane on Twitter? Yeah, follow follow at DJ Bowie Jane. Does, does the Bowie Jane Twitter account have things to say? You know. It's a lot of like let's go Bowie. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Let's go Bowie. Retweet yeah. if you're seeing Bowie. Okay. All right. Well, I'll. Well, what what is the Bowie Jane Twitter account? I, I I'm not sure. Okay. Is he <laughs> David Bowie official? Is that it? Bowie Jane official. Da- at, at David Bowie real. <laughs> David's dead. He's dead. Bro. Oh. Okay. Well, then uh, then uh, who's this Twitter account? Okay. All right. What is it? At it's DJ Bowie Jane. At it's DJ Bowie Jane. Yeah, okay. Follow at it's DJ Bowie Jane. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then Taryn, uh, I know you got a live feed update in the books already today. And then uh, you'll be back tomorrow morning. What else is going on? Just find me on Twitch, hanging mm-hmm. out, talking about all kinds of things like, you know, that are on the feeds. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. At uh, it's DJ Bowie Jane and uh, just, you know, like, uh, is this a, uh, you know, a big fan account or, or family account that uh, here, here you go at DJ Bowie Jane. Yeah, so uh, you like 111 followers is not enough for someone who's currently on Big Brother. Right. Right. You haven't yet hit the follow button, Rob. Not yet. Um, uh, retweet if you're Team Bowie and we could see 15 people are Team Bowie so far. So Give that one a retweet. Yeah, <laughs> I will say my favorite. One of my favorite recent tweets I've seen was like, it was like Bowie Jane seven minutes into pressure cooker. And it was her sleeping. <laughs> yes. Uh, what's going to be Corey's reaction to the pressure cooker? He's going to go crazy. Oh, he's going to be so excited. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know if strategically he should win that one. Like, it'll probably be OK if he just ends up targeting like a red, maybe. That, that's the one thing I think he might just be like, I want to win this and figure it out later. Okay. That's really going to get his like super fan, like just radar. Like I need to, I need to win this one. Will any part of him feel like he has to evict Suri uh, on a pressure cooker when uh, just for the sake of history, just you have to evict the most popular player? The moment, the moment Corey wins HOH, he will be thinking to himself, all right, do I take Suri out now? Like that is cl- he he's he's very aware. This is Big Brother nineteen. Mm-hmm. This is like he's seen the he, he's heard this song before. Oh, pissed. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it's very fun to catch up with Zach. Take care, everybody. And we'll be back Sunday night uh, to talk about the latest Big Brother TV episode uh, right after it ends. And hopefully, uh, no more delays on Sunday night. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. 